Okay, so, uh, so Shem Yisbarach, after finishing that Dhamma in uh, Nesiv Mitzvah will be here, so we'll begin the first uh, Nesiv, the first uh, half towards Mitzvah, right? So just remember, like, from the, from the end of uh, the introduction, we saw that the reason why this is called, why is the statement called Nesiv Mitzvah so he never really openly explained, but it's sort of he sort of did, right? Because he, if you remember, he said that this whole sefer that he's writing is really an introduction to a sefer um, uh, to, to a sefer Eitzer Chaim, which is about Tayag mitzvahs and how every every mitzvah in Nigla and Nister and all the different levels of it. And he said that you know, listen, like everything else, Avodah uh, Hashem and Talmud Torah needs to be Lishma, which requires Amuna and uh, deepest kashras telekus. And that's why he's writing the Sefer. So this is Nesiv Mitzvah. This is the pathway towards Mitzvahs. So the first Nesiv is Amuna. That's what it's all. Uh, that's what it's all about. Now, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll try to start today. But uh, maybe we'll just an introduction of what he's trying to do. At least I think in the first few pieces over here, because um, you'll see that um, there's a, there's a hemshech between you know the pieces, um, but it's it's hard to really know exactly what. Sometimes what the overall picture that he's trying to paint is. Um, what, it, what it seems that he's trying to do over here is establish for us what, what is Amuna. What what's the Chiddush of Amuna? What's the Chiddush of Amuna? This is something that the Balatanya uh, talks about in a number of places. That we usually think that what, what is Amuna? Amuna is to believe in the Rabbanu Shalom. And that, that's, that's what makes us special that we have such Amuna. Baltania says, for example, that's not that's not a muna. That's 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 emes. That's emes. It's not a muna. In other words, um, the, the Baltania, his language is that you know the, the muscle that he gives is is you don't have to have a muna that you have a soul. Why? Because it's not you can feel that you have a soul. In other words, uh, what's the difference between you're asleep and awake? When you wake up, you 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 might you know, or when there's a person that's lowly and not alive versus alive. Again, you might not be able to. To touch the soul, you might not be able to articulate or explain even to yourself what exactly the soul is. But the but the reality of the soul, you, you know, one hundred percent. That's the difference between someone that's alive and someone that's that's not alive. It, you know, there's no. It's not like there was a switch that was on. No, something. There's something different. Something happened over here. So clearly, there's there's a soul. So to believe in this, so that, so. And the shama is not something that requires a moon. It's an emes. Again, you might not know exactly what it is. But it's an emes. Well, Tanya says it's the same thing for a Jew to believe that there's a soul in creation, right? That there's a rabbanish Shalom that brought things into existence. Aleph, the, just the very fact to believe that there has to be a, a, a creator, it's also not a muna, it's something that's uh, logical. Uh, many Rishonim spent a lot of time proving such a thing. Many books are written to prove such a thing. So it's not a, it's not a, that's not an amuna. And even, and even to, to, um, to believe that it's that 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 creator is constantly creating is also not something that's amuna. That's called an amus. So what is amuna then? What is amuna? Aye, so what is amuna? So amuna by by you know in the Sarakdashim, I think this is where what the Kamarna is really getting at, is amuna basically sums up amuna means to believe in Yehuda Ilah and Yehuda Tata at the same time. That's amuna. What I mean. So what's Yichud Yilah? Right, so we say we say every day, twice a day. Shema Yisrael Shem Kedeshem Achad, Baruch Hashem Kedem Chuzal Mavad. Mashal, there was a Maisa, the Baal Tanya, 
you know, when I, when I say stories like this, it's usually because I'm trying to avoid to talk about the thing because it's too hard to explain. So we'll see how many stories I say. So the Baltan, there's a nice, the Baltani was once traveling through a town and, uh, and there was a young boy that stopped him or whatever that uh, was on, you know, got online, whatever it is, to ask the Baltani and Shiloh. So Shiloh was like this. If we say Shema Yisrael, Shema Kedeshem Echad, means Hashem is one, it means all there is is a Rabbanu Shalom. So how is it possible for there to be, if you have to say Shema Kedeshem Right? It means you have to love Hashem. It means that there's already a you. How is there a you loving Hashem? If, if Hashem looking Hashem Echad. So Baltanya looked at him, Baltanya smiled, and he said, you're right. It's only because you said Baruch Shank by Mechusli in between, that's why you could have a Vahavta. That kid ended up growing into the Rishon. That was the result from Rishon. So that, 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 that story sums up this inning of Yichud Yilah and Yichud Tatav. What does it mean, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad? Yichud means... As I mentioned many, many times, and this is also, Yehudi law is not something that requires a Muna. It's not something that requires a Muna. Yehudi law means that the Rabbani Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom is ain't saif, the Rabbani Shalom is reality itself. And we know the, na- the nature of the Rabbani Shalom is that he's echad, and oneness means unchanging and undifferentiated. And so if all of reality comes from the Rabbani Shalom, and the Rabbanu Shalom is still one and unchanging, it means that nothing changed, even after reality. That's what it means. It means that everything that ever exists is still, is still within the Rabbanu Shalom's universe. It's just a, a, uh, an expression of the Rabbanu Shalom himself. Because it has to be. It can't be outside of him. If there's something that's outside of God, it means that God is now being moved to a corner. That means that God's not infinite. It means God's not everything. So if God is everything, and God is infinite, and God is absolutely one, and without change, without parts, just reality itself, then that means reality is part of Him. That's a logical deduction that one can make. Now with that, the conclusion that you make up, that you come up with that is, well, then all of this is just a, you know, just a divine dream, a divine expression of godliness, and there is no free will, there is no... There is no us. It's just Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. And that's, that's a truth that one, that one can come to. And then there's another thing that's called Yichud HaTata. Yichud HaTata means a lower unity. That means Baruch Shein Kved Mechus and Levad. What is that? That means no. That means the Rabbanu Shalom created a world. And there's a world that we function in and we exist. And we have a, a Seichel. And we have, we, have, we have the ability to, to make decisions, to break things, to make things. And that's also an Emes. That's a very visceral emes. That's a truth that we all experience too. That's not a muna. And to believe that there's a creator, and if he created, that's also not, uh, that's also an obvious thing, like, like I mentioned before. Well, we're trying to prove that there must be a beginning, right? Well, who made the first, uh, the first Adam? Who made the first Molly? There's got to be a creator. And if there's a creator, it means that creator, that creator uh, did it for a reason, just like all things happen for a reason. And if it's for a reason, it means that there must be that that creator must have also uh, implanted in the creation a a sort of uh, a sort of sense or an ability to figure out what its purpose is, which is namely Tyra. So everything in Yiddish that's and, and, and that's called Baruch Shenkel Melchus Leather. But Hashem created the universe, and we're here to serve Him to accomplish something in a Malchus. That's also Nemes. What's the Chiddush of so what's the Muna? The Muna is both. The Muna is to believe in Yichud Law and Yichud Tato at the same time. To be able to believe that we that we that somehow in some way Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad, 
and Baruch Shein Kvod Mechus Now again, as I mentioned many, many times from Ishbitzah and Ratzadik, how this works out, how is it possible that all of reality is an expression of the Rabbani Shalom, and at the same time, there's an us, that we have to serve him, and we have to be responsible for what we do, v'chulu v'chulu, that's Amuna. That's Amuna. Amuna is not required to believe in, in Shema Yisrael, and Amuna is not required to believe in Baruch Shem. Amuna is, Kabbalah Samal HaShemayim, Amuna means to believe in both. So how both can exist, it's probably not even Kedai to try to think about, or not because you're going to lose your mind, that's not going to happen, you know, that's, that's unlikely these days, uh, you know, but, but uh, if a person's unhealthy, you're unhealthy anyway. It's, it's just not, you're, you're probably not going get to get anywhere. The Iker the question is that a person has to ask themselves, is that what does a Yiddish guy look like when it's saturated and guided by such an Amun? That's, that's an important question. And that's what Sifr Chesidus is really about. That's what Nesiv Mitzisecha is, I think, coming to try to explain. And that's what Avodah Hashem, according to Baal Shem Tov, is. Not to explain how Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem come together. But knowing that they do, and inside the Nesham it's possible, like I was talking about on Shabbos, the whole secret of Yoival. That's what Yoival is, right? Everything I'm talking about is Yoival. Yoival is Mitzidai. What does Mitzidai mean? Hashem's perspective. It means Shema Yisrael Shem Hashem Echad. Then there's Mitzideinu, which is Ruvain sold his field to Shimon, Mechiris Eilam. That's called Yehuda. That's called Yehuda. That's Baruch Shem. Yoival means somehow Mitzidai infiltrates Mitzideinu, and how we don't know, but you can see the results. You can see the results, and that's what Amuna is. And what is the result when Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem become unified in Amuna? The result is V'yahavtas Hashem Lekach. That's the result, and this is why Havas Hashem. We have to define what Havas Hashem is, but this is why Havas Hashem is such a cornerstone of Havas Hashem. According to the way of the Baal Shem, because the Yahavtis Hashem Lokecha is the emotional response to Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem being unified. This is, by the way, the secret of the letter Aleph. It's also a very, it's a well known, uh, uh, it's also from the Baal Tanya. Well, I'm with this, I guess, that um, it's also a famous Maisa that, they, that, he was, uh, that he was getting a Malamed, he needed a Malamed for his son, the, the Mitla Rebbe. So, um, how does it go? So he got, I don't remember who the Malamed, he got a Malamed, and he said to the Malamed, he said, I, you know, basically, the kids are, uh, I want you to be Malamed for my son. So the, the Malamed said, you know, like he used this as an opportunity to, so what's Chinuch, basically? He says, like, so what, what am I supposed to teach your son? Like, what, do you, what type of Yiddish kid do you, like, what do you want me to say? So the Baltani said, Chinuch starts, you know, Chinuch starts with, with the beginning, Aleph based. So it's with Aleph. So he says, so what's an Aleph? So an Aleph is a Yud on top, a Yud on the bottom. And with a line connecting the two. That's an Aleph, that's Yiddishkeit. Does that what I mean? So Yid above is what? That's Yichudi Lo. Yid below, that's Yichudi Tata. And the line that, that in a certain sense separates but also connects, that's Yiddishkeit. That's Yiddishkeit. That's what Amunah is. That's, that's where Amunah's Yisrael is coming from. So that's what we're going to see. I guess we'll stop here. I guess we'll continue tomorrow. But what we're going to see in the Sivmet Sesecha that, that in, at least the first few pieces, that's what he's getting at. He's, he's going to describe Amun in such a way of Yichud Ilah sort of infiltrating the universe of Yichud Tata, and we'll see the results of that, because that's what he's going to be focused on. Like, what does that do in terms of your, of your, of your outlook and how you deal with Yichud Tata de Kenyanim when it's being, you know, uh, saturated with a sense of Yichud Ilah? Not necessarily to explain how, but just to see the result and how to live with it. That's the uh, that's the Ekenakuda. Okay, so as a Shamish Rizach to become a Mimi, you are a Mimi, but to live with it. Shkayach. <laughs>